First round, make it count, toss it out, stir up the crowd. Second round, throw it down, knock them out, time to get loud. It's the Two Beer Podcast time. Bienvenidos, Strasvoita, and welcome back to your favorite weekly podcast, The Pod of the Everyman. The Two Beers Podcast, episode 98, you know what it is. I'm Jordan, here with Drew. Drew, what's up, brah? Getting close to 100, brah. Yeah, getting real close. What happened to brah? What happened to brah? Ah, that definitely would have been made meme of the week if we were doing meme of the week back then. <laughs> so good, bro. So good. Uh, just like all this boxing we had last weekend. So good. Might have been the greatest Saturday of the year. Yeah, until we get Crawford uh, Spence, F- fuck both of those guys. Uh, why? I'm so I'm just all these like awesome things being announced, and like this thing still isn't. Let's just let's just let's get to the niceties. I, I don't I don't I don't I don't want to waste time. And I love Bud. I don't want to waste time talking about them. Get all us, right, get us something. Do yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Calm down there, Cletus. If you're new, we do this thing. Assume positions for the two Bruce salute. Three, two, one. Uh, one thing to come out of this summer, I will say, is that I think I'm a Mickey Ultra guy. I, I really do. I, I think I'm switching. I, I, I think I think my Miller Lite days, they're at least on pause. I'm not saying they're over, but, but they're on pause. Uh, so I, I got Mick Ultra here. Uh, do, keeping it light. It's, it's our first school night of the year. I'm a little bit freaking out. So going to keep it light. Uh, may have already had a whiskey. What are you drinking, Drew? I have myself a whiskey. I don't know where I was going with that. Uh, it was beautiful. I'm crushing another uh, Montauk Brewery Summer Ale, my friend. You got it from the brewery. From the brewery. Straight from the brewery. Straight out of Montauk. Okay, so um, let's get into the boxing weekend that was. Um, I just wanted to mention, I had my eye on it, Mr. Hector Garcia uh, beat Gutierrez for a belt at 130. Kudos to him. I, I uh, He was on the PBC card. Loved it. Um, there was a lot of fun on the, the zone card. What do we... What? Did we... Did we we're talking about Saturday, and that's 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 where we... Uh, that's where I just we just... Bro, bro. I told you I had my eye. I said it last episode. I had my eye on that fight. I just want the. That was it. That was the, my entire. I'm coming for you. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right, let's get into it. We're going straight to Usyk Joshua. Do it. Do Hell it. yeah, we're in. What, what do you want to talk about? What do you What do you want to do? What there do you was wanna... like five good matches. I thought we would save the best for last, but no. Yeah, let's Let's do it. Callum Callum Smith, awesome knockout. Awesome, awesome knockout. He's he might be a player at one seventy five. Might be. He seems like. Well, he might, I don't he know. might be the guy to beat at 175. Seems like, see, seems like he just went in there to get his Canelo payday at 168 and was ready to move on. And uh, and then we had those two massive heavyweights. What were their names again? Big Bang Zhang and Hergovich. 
I, I don't know who. I mean, there were people saying it was a good match. Uh, I was happy to see it be done. Uh, yeah, it was. It was just two guys just throwing throwing punches at each other. It wasn't even there. Were, I I found nothing exciting. <laughs> you just put about the that. ball in the in the basket. That's how you win. Just two Bas- guys throwing punches at each other. Like there, I just. <laughs> It was basically like who's who's I, no no default. They could barely stand. They could barely lift their arms. They it was kind of so... it just it reminded me of like the those slap boxing or those slap things like the where they stand at like the, um... the tortilla challenge. No 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 oh. the actual slap boxing stuff where they like they sit. Oh at the, t- the slap oh that's yeah where fun. they where they sit at the table and they just allow themselves to be smacked at the barrel. At the yeah barrel it was ba- it right. These two guys were basically like all right let's just each let's each just take turns punching each other in the face and not trying to get out of the way <laughs> and just whoever whoever's whoever's left standing at the end that's what we're uh, we'll rock with. Yeah yeah controversial decision there but anyway yeah that's you want to talk about that one of all of them. No, I was just I was just saying that's that was that was the other thing. Was there another good fight on on the undercard? No, but okay. did you want to talk about Navarrete first and 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 Hell no. Wallace? no, no, okay, let's get into Usyk. it. Do it. Let's get into it. it. All Alexander Usyk defends his three heavyweight titles against Anthony Joshua. Both guys fighting for the vacant ring magazine title as well. Holy hell! What a fight, man! So Come, good. So, <laughs> speaking we, of so good, so good, so good, I couldn't believe that in Saudi Arabia they were playing "Sweet Caroline." I'm like, everywhere, so- it's too it, much. It's too does much. Does this song know no boundaries? Please, why? Anyway, continue. Um, holy <laughs> hell, it was so good. There, yeah, I've had, I, I, yeah, I've just had enough of it. But yeah, this this <laughs> fight, twelve rounds of awesomeness. Uh, Joshua. From from like his entire demeanor was definitely different. Uh, fight week, the way in like he you know he definitely wasn't. And again, he, I mean he was home, but right the last one was home, so you're you know you're placating a lot more to the fans, this and that. Uh, rocking the all black, all black trunks and gloves. All black. He was all, he was looking he, good. Yeah, he was in a mindset. He 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 looked he looked lighter, but he was actually four pounds heavier than the first fight, which was interesting. Um, yeah. Usyk weighed a quarter pound more than he did in the first fight uh but he looked bigger it was really weird yeah it was really weird uh and the bell rang joshua bigger than his previous let me clarify not bigger than joshua bigger yeah bigger than previous yeah Yeah. i mean joshua still when they stood next to each other like just still just looked way bigger than him yeah (laughs) way bit way bigger than him um and listen, and Joshua came out. It, it was different. I I had said last week for Joshua to win, he was gonna have to treat this like an eight round fight. Come out, uh, be aggressive, take chances, and just kind of you know um, unload the chamber in the first you know first eight rounds. That's it. If because if it goes past that, he's not winning the fight. Joshua kind of took a different approach. He. Um, he was. I thought he was very. He was very selective with his punches. Like he threw more punches in the first fight than Usyk. Usyk just landed land, landed more. Was more precise. Um, I, I thought he was a lot more calculating. He seemed to have more balance. To your point, your key for him was to try to um, minimize Usyk's ability to um, to work the lead foot because that's what Usyk's so great at. And I thought yeah. jo- jo- Josh. I thought he like- did pretty good with that. He. 
And I last week I almost said, like, I want him to take a more open stance. So for that exact purpose, like, I almost went down to that level of like. Yeah, but like I'm not. It, I've never been in a. Ring. I don't yeah. know. Like I've and never. It, I've never sparred, so I didn't want to sound stupid. But then, sure enough, Joshua comes out a little bit more open stance, and then Usyk. It, it, he's at least battling Usyk with the front foot. And I was yeah. like, damn it, I should have said that on the pod. <laughs> and the other thing that I thought, and again, so that you were on point with that, and I thought what well, something that I said last week was on point. That one thing that I thought was going to be in Joshua's favor is that. One of the challenges of fighting an Usyk and a Lomachenko for the first time is you're just you're just not used to the all that movement that they do. Like nobody else does it, so like you don't know what to expect. You can't replicate it. Like you can't bring in a start. Like only those guys can do that. You can't bring in a sparring partner to do it. So you know the first time you see it, it's like Jesus, what the f? I felt like Joshua, at least for. A majority of the fight didn't seem to overreact as much to the movement of yeah. Usyk, like the you know the pawing jab, like with the feints and the setups and the traps. He seemed a little bit more focused in on actually, you know, it's like kind of like in basketball, right? You don't watch the ball, you watch right, you watch the body because the body, the, the matter where the ball is, the body's got to go, right? So it seemed like he was more focused on like Usyk than Usyk's. Usyk's legs, his his head. He was focused on his on on the from the yeah. head to the waist. So um, I thought the approach was really good. Again, Robert Garcia. If that was if that was just him switching out, you know, I was I thought he did a great job. And the fight, it was interesting. I, I kind of thought the fight it had a. I still think I I had it scored heavily in Usyk's favor going into the eighth round. I think you had one one round difference. I think a lot of people watching. Kind of were going every other round, like Joshua get around Usyk, like they were basically alternating rounds. Um, I, I just I thought the rounds were closer than the first fight. I, I but I thought Usyk was still getting them. It was very I thought it was similar to Tiafimo Lomachenko, um, and I sent you that video. I felt like a lot of AJ shots in the in the first um, call it six rounds. I felt like he wasn't really getting Usyk. He was catching a lot of guard. He was, you know, Usyk, he was catching Usyk on the glove. And, like, Usyk was, I thought Usyk did a great job of when Joshua would throw a counter right, just that that pivot to the left that him and Lomachenko have mastered. He was just getting out of the way. And as he was getting out of the way, I felt like Joshua was hitting his glove and it made it seem like Usyk was getting hit. So I think people watching from home that you know i felt they felt like joshua was landing a lot more than he really was and if you look at the punch stats Usyk outside of the first two rounds Usyk was outlanding joshua in those rounds so that's why i was kind of like i'm giving i'm on the i'm on the judge score i'm like am i giving too many to Usyk? and i'm like i don't think so uh but then the eighth round i thought joshua settled back in and then the ninth round uh Josh was by far his best round of the entire the entire two fights, which was interesting because I think it was the ninth round of the last fight where he looked like he hurt Usyk a little bit, and he hurt Usyk, or at least gave the appearance to hurt Usyk in the ninth round. Just an accumulation of body shots. I think he landed fifteen the whole first fight. He had fifteen body shots through like the first five six rounds of this fight. So good good adjustment there to go more towards the body. Um, 
he definitely caught he caught Usyk with a straight right hand and then some body shots. Had him up against the ropes. Uh, the problem, the the and just kind of the consistent problem with AJ. Every time he he had some momentum, he just couldn't really sustain it. And I think that was uh, a combination of Usyk doing a really good job wrapping him up when he got to when he would get on the ropes and AJ would come in really close and look like he was going to try to lay on some power shots. Usyk was always there, clenching, um, getting getting the hold, and I don't. Maybe Joshua was just kind of trigger shy that maybe Usyk was baiting him to kind of land that that overhand left. But I don't know. I mean, that was kind of my t- – I, I don't I don't think I'm breaking down anything ingenious there. Like, I think that's kind of what a lot of people thought, that, like, he – you know, <clears> while, <throat> while he had good moments, he just didn't – he couldn't sustain them for long periods of time. Yeah. Um, everything you said, um, you know, I, I, although I don't know if I – saw as much of the Loma stuff as you did in terms of that exact I know which movement you're talking about where Usyk moves to the left in in the midst of the uh the the right hand flurries I thought AJ had a little bit of success there um you know I've I only watched the fight once so um, I definitely haven't watched it three times so <laughs> um <laughs> So yeah, maybe 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 you had a little bit better eye on that than I did. Maybe that's what it, I it, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't as much as how, where if you go back and watch Loma Tiafimo, I really don't think Tiafimo landed as many punches as people thought, and he was being given credit for. I think Josh. I just think Joshua, where people were like, oh, I think Joshua landed more in that round. I, I don't even in the ninth round where he was dominant. A lot of those shots were hitting air, and Usyk was kind of blocking off with his glove but yeah um i'll say that <coughs> I, I i thought joshua had a lot more success um oh definitely than the first yeah, fight definitely he, uh i i thought he did a pretty good job at countering um and even even in the post fight like when he went and like started to walk away and then came back and when he was talking to Usyk and he was like you could distinctly hear him. He's like, "How? How did you do that? I, I even countered." How spoiler! Counter? Spoiler! Spoiler! Well, he what? <laughs> we didn't say who won the fight yet. <laughs> oh, okay. No, nah, I'm messing. I'm just. How's that a spoiler? <laughs> I'm just messing. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> I'm just. So, kick out! Kick out! Kick out! So, uh, uh, what was I saying? Uh, oh yeah, because he was just like he was just befuddled of like how you're not strong. Did. You're not strong. He's like, how, how, he's like, I countered. I had good counters. How did you do that? Like, how did you be, how did you beat me with that? And yeah, it was just, uh, and I think what all that accumulates to and boils down to is that just Joshua doesn't have the motor of Usyk. That's what it all boils. Nobody Usyk. does at we heavyweight. All, we all knew Fury might, maybe um, Fury might, um, maybe. But he, nobody has the motor. That, that Usyk has and and Joshua so like to your point Joshua would hit Usyk with some heavy shots and he needed to keep throwing combos in order to try and get him out of there but like that's not like he would throw a three piece or, or a two or a four piece yeah but like five six seven eight nine like never came yeah like he can throw a three piece where Usyk can throw a six piece like yeah, yeah. um but that what was just special and, and I thought, oh what was it? The next day when Usyk was heading back to the plane, 
uh, some of those clips, like his face was all black. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. AJ, yeah. He AJ. got hit with some shots. Oh yeah. Same in the first <laughs> fight. Like it's not like AJ didn't hit him in the first fight. He was all banged up and not, bruised in that one. Too. Yeah, but not as. Not, I thought this one was worse myself. Yeah. But. Um. But yeah, so the ninth round, you know, I and I I, I texted you after the eighth. I'm like. Does you oh, yeah, look yeah. tired? I bring that up too. Well, I was gonna say, does you look like, Because it was, was weird. Like, like he wasn't. It didn't seem like he was moving as much. And like, well, he got it, hit with a couple of those good body shots. Yeah, that's, that slowed him down. And then and you're it, like, is he gas? And I was like, no, it's not gassed. And then the ninth happens, and you're like, dude, you're like, is he gassed? And dude, I'm, I'm like, worried. <laughs> I'm like, nah. I'm like, it's just the body shot slowed him down. He just got to recover. Sure enough, in the tenth, he just. Whew. Pours it on Josh. 30, 39 to eight. Atlanta. And I'm just like, is he gassed? Is yeah. he gassed? Yeah, it was it was great. Uh, yeah, just the mental toughness of you know the confidence of AJ after the ninth round. Usyk's in his corner, just sitting there praying to himself. Comes out and he actually and he said that I think in his presser he's like I, I'd only be guessing because I can't tell you what he was thinking. But I just saw in AJ's and Joshua's eyes after the eighth that he looked he looked confident that he had the fight won. So I couldn't let up. Like there was too much at stake. And like after the and in the tenth round, man, he just comes out, looks he looks it looks like it's round one, super fresh, just like <laughs> pinpoint the reset button, dude. Pinpoint shots on Joshua. Um, the eleventh again, solid Usyk round. And then the twelfth, and like he he, he had, and I guess you never you never know, right? God only, well, and we'll get to that obviously after this, right? Um, you never know what's on the scorecards, but like I I thought Usyk, I had Usyk up uh, five rounds going into the twelfth, so AJ needed a knockdown. I think you had him up, or I had him up four rounds. You had him up uh, at whatever five or either or. I was one more than you. Yeah. Um, we both need AJ in our, both our scorecards, AJ needed a knockout to win the fight. And man, Usyk is just trading with him. Usyk's just like, nah, man, let's he, go. He did not I, lay back. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, he's like, I'm not, I'm not dancing around. Let's, let's, let's fucking do this. And Joshua just couldn't get him man. And Joshua, you got to the point where he did the, the don what was it? The, uh, what was the reference? Someone said, uh, was it a Donkey Kong hammer punch? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> like like where you hit the mushroom or whatever. Yeah. Uh, he he pulled that. He punched Usyk in the in the Top thigh. Of the head. He put yeah. And then he punched him in the thigh a couple of times. Like yeah. He 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 just got super frustrated and was and, just well. It's just one of those things. Like everything and anything. Like pull out. Yeah. The, like like throw the whole kitchen sink at him. Like there's yeah, no no exactly. holding back. And then uh, so they get to the twelfth. Um, you know, Usyk, Usyk you know. Usyk gets down, does his pr- prayers after the fight like he always does. Joshua gets down there with him with the Ukrainian flag. Great sight with those two guys. Like I said, I I like AJ. I just I think AJ gets a bad rap for really no reason in my mind. Maybe it's just because people don't like Eddie Hearn and because he's associated with Hearn. So I don't know. I, I love both of those guys. Again, I think I I mean I was still rooting for Usyk. I know you, you know whatever it was, but like I. I, I when it ended up yeah like, you, yeah you 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 messaged me the day of you're like I've gone back and forth seven times it was like 11 a.m. <laughs> and I was like yeah dude I'm I'm 100 rooting for Usyk but I don't hate Joshua so yeah. I get it and so we get to the scorecard so we had an American judge a Ukrainian judge and a Brit a Brit uh, judge from Great Britain very first card 115 113 Joshua and I'm like oh my god what. <laughs> Yeah, I that could was like absurd. And it, 
we were like, we're like, oh my god, no way. And usually when they do that, I was like, I, I, Usyk probably won this, but I can't believe someone just gave Joshua the fight. Uh, then it was 115-113 Usyk, and then 116-112 was the final. Usyk retains on a split decision. You know which judges were which scores? The, Amer- the American judge gave him... I do have the scorecard. The American judge gave the fight to Joshua. Oh. Um, I think the Ukrainian judge had it 116-112 Usyk, and then the... Um, Great Britain judge had it one fifteen one thirteen for Joshua, which isn't great. Which isn't great. Wait, no, I'm sorry, one fifteen one thirteen for Usyk. Okay. Which even that I can live with because the first two, I thought there were three swing rounds in the fight. The first two, um, well, no, the first, the third, and one other I thought could have gone either way. Um, so I one fifteen one thirteen. Yeah, like the way this guy had it scored, I, I looked at his card. I'm like, all right, I mean, I can get there, but fi- the guy. <laughs> Uh, Feldman, who gave the fight to Joshua, so he gave the first three rounds to AJ, which I, I, I don't, I don't know how you give him. No, I don't. I don't know how you give him a clean sweep uh, of the first three, the first three rounds. Because even, even if you like, to me, one in like, you know, if you, if you're within four punches, I guess it's a swing round. Like six, seven, six, seven, jo- or seven, six, Joshua. 10-6 Joshua, 10-7 Usyk in the first three rounds. So, like, I, he gave him a clean sweep. Then he gave Joshua five and six. So he had Joshua five rounds to one go, going through six rounds. And, I mean, in the fourth what round. What the punch stats in five and six? 7-4 uh, Usyk and 13-8 Usyk. Like, Usyk dominated the sixth Not dominated, but Usyk like, clearly won yeah. the sixth round. And he gave both of them to Joshua. And he gave the twelfth to Joshua, where Usyk outlands him seventeen to nine. Like I don't know, man. And <laughs> and like they were like even they had whoever his supervisor was after the fight. Um, you know the judge wouldn't comment because the judges never have to comment on their cards. But his supervisor was like, "Well, it was a close fight." And you know, you know, some people, you know, you look at how effective, more effective, you know, the punches are, this and that. Dude, in the twelfth round, like it's not like AJ was landing haymakers. And and Usyk was just like tapping him. So like the tw- that's like that was that's like that was like that was like the judges that gave Tiafimo the twelfth round against Cambosis when Cambosis like over he he like outlanded him like twenty six to twelve in the twelfth round. It's yeah. like how do you find that? How do you give those guys that round? That's like that's like you're like uh, uh I I can't remember what my card was. Maybe I'll just give it to Joshua just in case. Like so weird. Um. But Usyk wins after the fight. Joshua, you can just and you can just tell Josh, like Joshua just didn't know what to do. He's like, I I just boxed as best you can box, and I lost. Like I couldn't beat him. And like, he walked out. He threw belt. He threw belts out he of the was, ring. He was he was befuddled, flabbergasted, yeah. beside himself, confused. He did not because, like you said, just he he does the best he could perform. He could not do anything better, yeah. and he squarely lost. Yeah, and he like a split uh, decision was generous. Yeah, and so he threw he threw, threw two belts out of the ring, and he was walking out of the ring, yeah, uh, you know, without doing any interviews or anything. And he came back because he's like, I'm not going to be a poor sport about it. Then he comes back, and he's just yeah, that's what he that's what he has that talk with Usyk. He's like, how like you're not strong? How'd you beat me? How I I boxed? I did all this stuff. How how what how how are you doing this? To, how are you doing this? 
um, he was just like you're and then that's what he said on the mic he's like for he's like for the amount of sacrifice and the amount yeah. i put into this he's like for this man to be your champion you know how hard he had to work to beat me because I promise yeah. you, he's like I worked so hard. I don't. He was like I don't know how. There was a happened. big yeah. There was a big difference between like he he took he took Usyk's moment away from him a little like with by taking the mic, but it wasn't like he made it all about him. Like he was praising Usyk while also frustrate like kind of getting out well, his own. It was frustra- a, it was a mess, but like again, this is why and 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 I'm glad we kind of got into this a little bit, but this is why a couple weeks back. I was pissed when you got Jim Gray asking oh, yeah. Danny Garcia about all of his mental health. Yeah, and it's like these guys just got done like punching each other in the face, oh, like multiple dozen times. Like, look, what? Like, it's okay. Like, like we're not. Like, it's it's unfair to hold them to some kind of like perfectly polished standard. Like. Yeah. Now the whole tantrum about the belts and stuff. Like, look, he apologized. It's it's yeah, he apologized. It was, it, the next it was heat day. of the moment. Yeah. Like, he's not a bad guy. Like, he just made a mistake and he apologized. Like, immediately. yeah, immediately. Like, and, like <laughs> he wasn't. Yeah, he 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 was he wasn't saying how the judges were. How the yeah, he wasn't making judge. excuses. Yeah, he just, yeah. He he was he literally wasn't making excuses. He's like, I don't know how this guy just beat me. He's like, I just it, it was. You know, it, it was again. It was awkward, but then, yeah, he was also you know he was sporting the Ukrainian flag with him and everything. Like, it, it was it was weird and mistimed, but you know, I I didn't think it was. I'm not holding it against. Yeah, I'm not me either. Um, so it's fine. I get it. Usyk, Usyk, and Usyk, at the end, Usyk, you know, the only thing that mattered was they asked him what he wants next. He's like, I want Fury, or I don't want anybody. So, you know, these guys again, we've talked about it. Like these. <laughs> Excuse me. The, you know these the European fighters. You know money. They, they're they're all about legacy. You know they don't consider themselves true world champions unless they have all the belts. So like that's what Usyk wants. And you know Fury after the fight did his. You know ah oh, that was shit. Blah blah blah. The Gypsy Kings retired. Then two hours later, get your checkbook ready. Get me five hundred million, and I'll. Yeah, I'll I'll whoop Usyk. Yeah, he's 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 starting to wear on me a little bit. I'm not. Gonna then he lie. was all yeah he was all over the place today. Like oh I'm, I'm done. Oh I'm gonna fight. Yeah, listen and we're listen. Fury's awesome. I love Fury, but like there's there's no like dude. Let's let's get it done. Like stop like the posh. Like you're this is going to be the biggest payday, biggest heavyweight purse probably of all time. Like, you don't need to. You don't need to, you don't need to do like all the song and dance like that you're doing right now like because it's not it's just like right now it's not entertaining like let's get the fight made and then you can get like into the entertaining stuff that you do like this is just annoying because if you're not gonna fight vacate the title so that Usyk can fight for an undisputed title by the end of the year if he wants to against whoever they'll whoever they would they would raise up to the I don't I don't know who the WBC number one contender is but like let's get that made like don't hold up that belt that Usyk will happily go fight for because uh, you're going to dick around. You know what I mean? Like, it just, to me, that's just stupid. Like, it's not, that that's not entertaining, like, what he's doing. Um, so we'll see. And for AJ, like, people that are like, ah, oh, AJ's done. This, I'm like, every, you're all losing. good fights that AJ Anthony, have. Anthony Joshua is the... Um, Still a huge draw. Nobody, oh, this is what, sorry, this is what, nobody else in boxing... In the in the anywhere anywhere is a bigger draw than Anthony Joshua. 
Anthony Joshua can fill a hundred thousand seats. Wait a minute. Who's a bigger draw than Anthony Joshua? Well, right there with him, Canelo. Can, Canelo um, Canelo's not not selling a hundred thousand tickets they, in a day in Miami in the in the in the pandemic. Yeah, it, it, was it a hundred thousand people? It's, it was at Miami State, the football stadium. Yeah, it was. I don't think that was all sold out like that. It only made three million bucks. Um, and Fury. I I, I we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I, anyway. I mean, jo- I just I don't think I think Joshua is just the the biggest draw in boxing again. I mean, in the U, again, he'll sell he'll sell a hundred thousand tickets regardless of who he's fighting in the UK in five minutes. So he like this, this idea that uh you know he's he's done he's this and that like well there's there's good there's good fights still to be had yeah him. like and uh, I I will say and I I it bothered me a little Andre and I love Ward uh, Ward's one of my I'm, I'm rocking my Andre Ward uh earned uh, Jordan earned uh earned not given shirt right now um I got a little annoyed in the in the top in the ESPN broadcast where. They suggested like AJ Wilder and Ward's like I I I'm, I'm I wouldn't do that if I were AJ bad bad idea don't do that it's like well bro like like what like why we can't say we want to fight the best to fight the best and then be like ah he needs to stay away from Wilder like like why like he should just go f- well that's like, what Tim Bradley said Tim Bradley was like well wait a minute you say you want him to keep going because he still has gas in the tank but they're retired saying, yeah you wanted to fight fucking Dubose or Park yeah like, he's like if you're if you're not here to fight the best then why why are you coming to the ring. Yeah, retire. That, he doesn't. He doesn't need the money, even though he just signed like a lifetime deal with the zone. But that's why. That's what I was trying to get at. Like people were joking about the zone signing him to this lifetime contract. He'll. They'll. They're gonna. They've already made tons of money off Anthony Joshua, and will continue to make money off Anthony Joshua. Like that's not the zone's issue. The zone's issue is paying these other guys, <laughs> paying other guys like millions of dollars for fights that they can't. They can't make money off of. Um, but yeah, I was just like, why wouldn't you fight? Like, like. I, I understand, like, well, again, Wild, Wilder has, you know, the most dangerous weapon in boxing. We talked about it last week. But, like, does, you know, he's he's also gotten he's also gotten fucking rocked by Tyson Fury. And, listen, Fury Fury does not have the power that Anthony Joshua has. He doesn't. He has he, – he, he is just a massive human being. It can wear you down to where his punches are going to put you on your ass eventually. Joshua still has more power than Fury. I, 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 I don't know I that. I don't accept. I don't accept that Tyson Fury's got more power than AJ. Okay. So AJ, get it. I, if, if I'm him, I'm I'll, I'm getting him. And 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 what's his name? Eddie. And I told him about it. Like, he, he his resume is really good. Like it's it's without question the best resume of all the heavyweights. Like Fury might have the best win overall against Wilder, but like Joshua cumulatively has fought and beaten guys guys in their prime, like Dillian White in his prime, like all all those dudes. Um. I, I was gonna say I would I would I'd give him a fight with uh what's his face who's the guy who just beat uh the heavyweight fight the heavyweight fight before the Joshua Usyk match Hergovic yeah put him in with Hergovic like oh he would he would he would hurt Hergovic yeah that's what I'm saying like put those two like that's that's like not like a quote unquote like light touch but you know I I think Joshua wins that fight pretty easily. Like, I was gonna say what whatever happened, uh, Frank Martin or our boy uh, F A Jogbase. Yeah, I wouldn't put him in if you're if you're trying if you're trying to not if you're trying to give him an easy. F- I wouldn't like Mart. I think Martin's date. Not that again. Not that you don't want to. The, the I'd want to see him fight the best guys. But if if Eddie wants to give him a breather from fighting all the top contenders because that's what he's been doing, and you just kind of want to get him a, a reset fight to 
get another fight in with um with Garcia, right, and his stuff. I mean, because again, this was his first. He go his, his first I, fight with a new trainer is fighting Usyk. I, I think he. I think he easily handles Frank Martin and and uh, a huh? Oh yeah, easily. Oh, Ajabe, I I agree. Martin, I don't know. Martin's tricky. He is, but I I think he's AJ a tricky. He's a tricky fighter. Um, well, yeah, we'll see. But plenty of fights for Joshua. And hell, like I say, like jo- like and jo- Joshua, whether you put it in the UK or Madison Square Garden, like well, MSG's too small, like. You'd have to put it in a stadium somewhere, like in the U.S. Joshua Wilder is easily the biggest fight, non-championship fight in boxing right now. Yeah, easily. Yeah, uh, I think that's all I got. Oh, I mean, I was a good thirty-two minutes of that fight. I, I again, I thought the fight was awesome. I was saying, yeah, we. <laughs> Sorry, I, I thought it was. I just thought the fight was so good, and it was, for pe- it was worth the time for people banging on it, like. Just go, go kick rocks and go, like yeah. don't don't watch boxing. Go watch something else, like on yeah, Saturdays. Go. Like that was awesome. Um, yeah, go watch soccer. The other funny thing, um, and we don't have a lot of other sports uh, content this week because not much is going on. But I, I, I tweeted this out. I, I the we've joked about it before, like um, how just there's there's certain packs of fan bases in boxing that are just puzzling but like it seemed like so many people like people obviously after Usyk wins another one at heavyweight in a just a master class of boxing like people were actually getting offended that people were suggesting that Usyk is is the is, is number one pound for pound especially a lot of Canelo like people that I, I know follow Canelo and I'm just like I don't understand like what 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 are any of the guys like the the guys that you could say are in the running for number one right now would be Canelo, Crawford, in a way, Usyk, and maybe Spence, maybe Spence. Um, like, what do any of those guys have that is so far and above an Usyk that <laughs> like you would look, you would be like mad and like offended and have to go at people on Twitter? For people that was just Usyk would be there. And the Canelo thing was, I was like, so people, the Canelo fans, for them, they, they were going crazy. Like, they, they were basically basically saying, you can't hold, you can't hold Canelo's loss to Bivol against Canelo in pound for pound rankings because he took a chance and a risk to be great by moving up a weight class he doesn't belong in. He moved up seven pounds. And in a weight class, he's fought, he, he's fought in before. So he's fought, like, he fought, um, Kovalev, you know, an older Kovalev, but still fought Kovalev for a title. Seven pounds. Usyk, that and that we can't hold that against Canelo. He stay, he needs to stay at number one. You don't, you don't move down because of that. <laughs> Meanwhile, Usyk, who's a natural 190-200 fighter, moves up to heavyweight, which is to, over twenty pounds. Like he's at two twenty now, over twenty pounds his natural weight. To fight guys that are like 240, 260, that are like over 40 pounds his natural weight. Oh, uh, that's you know he he should be knocking those guys around. They're stiffs. They, they so so he gets no credit. So you can't you can't give him credit that you can't you can't put that on his his credentials for being number one pound for pound. But you also can't hold Canelo's loss against him for moving up and win. The most ridiculous things I, I was seeing on Twitter on Saturday. I'm like, do you people? Do you That's guys what even... we call a hypocrite. <laughs> Do you guys even know what you're tweeting? <laughs> it was uh, just... The answer is no. We, we, it, I think you ask that question every week, and the answer is no. Boxing, uh, boxing Twitter is just... They, they don't know what they're talking about. It's it, just, just, just so 
so insane, bro. I'm just and like, I was ah. thinking about this, like, is boxing Twitter representative of, like, actual boxing fan base? Because you know how, like, Twitter is just, like, an echo chamber of, like, whatever, politics in real life? And you're like, all right, does Twitter actually represent, like, real, like, everyday America? I mean, a lot of it's probably more casual people. And I was don't. wondering that, too, with, like, with with boxing fans. I'm like, does this is this even representative anymore? Like, what the hell? But yeah, anyway. I mean, why 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 you'd even get mad over a pound-for-pound pound list is just silly. Because, again, it's, like, it's all hypothetical. Um, like, it's just, ever, it's just people's opinion. Again, like, hey, like, you want to put in a way up there? You can make a case, like... You know, my I, we my my argument against in a way would be, eh, like the smaller weight classes, like you know, he's not. It, it's harder for like it's to, it, jumping from like one twelve to one eighteen to me isn't a big a big leap. So you know, I, I still feel like Crawford's got the biggest case, but I'm mad at him right now. So all right, um, sorry. Let's let's wrap up. Uh, I'll, 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 real quick, let me just wrap up the top rank card. Nico Ali Walsh rematch versus the guy that took <coughs> him the, the distance last time. Uh, Nico Ali Walsh actually looked really good. He did. Um, did look good. He showed a lot lot of development. Knocked the guy out with a body body punch. shot. Yeah, body shot. Awesome. Great job, Nico Ali Walsh. Navarrete, tons of ring rust. Didn't look in shape. Um, Baez. Baez was neck and neck with him the whole fight. Yeah, we we've dubbed him El Terminador because he's like the Terminator. He gets shot in the face and he just keeps coming at you. Uh, El Vaquero, the cowboy. Oh yeah, lo- love him. Uh, but Baez had him. Like it was it was even fight, neck and neck the whole fight. And then out out of nowhere, six round, bam, six round body shot KO. <sighs> El Terminador. Navarrete, El Vaquero, he <laughs> maintains his belt. You know, just the uh, uh, what flips everyone the board, the bird metaphorically, and just says, "Yeah, I don't care if if I was just getting in a in a in a firefight with Baez, uh, retaining the belts." Bro, he had he, he had Baez on the ground with that liver shot for like thirty five seconds. I was down for a long, yeah, yeah, for good. like yeah, it was it wasn't it wasn't like uh, I you know he got up at ten and they waved it off. Dude was on the ground for a minute. He like it got to ten and it looked like he it, you could see in his mind he was like holding out hope that the pain would go away and he would get up and he then died. once he got to yeah. ten he just collapsed further. Yeah, and just like 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 gave up hope and just rolled around. Yeah, yeah. like the the dude that Ortiz fought, who's still pissing out blood as we speak. Like I felt like Baez probably is gonna have to get a uh, a liver transplant after that one. And I mean the top rank card was super hard on Navarrete. Um, yeah, the announcers they just they just the all they fight. they were they just kept trashing his diet and his commitment and everything, which. Was interesting. Which I, I get the diet, like I get it, and like I get, but like I thought it was a little bit unfair of his commitment because, um, and and you know he's not, and th- I think this is where like the insiders, I feel like I don't know, it felt like there was a little bit of bias because like he's not an insider, like he he wasn't this top prospect. He came up out of nowhere and like just started winning all these fights with his unorthodox like ridiculous style, but like. Look, that's what fans like. Like John Daly, big fatso that's, <laughs> that smokes and drinks and does whatever he wants, like plays barefoot like with Hooters girls. Like, yeah, we love that. That's amazing. Um, 
you know, like Brooks Kepka, who ne- he says, yeah, I never pre- practice until he became a huge douchebag. But for a while, we loved Brooks Kepka. Yeah. Um, you know, just any random sport with big fat guys who are aw- awesome. Like, you know, like it's just it's like the intrigue of it, like Bartolo Colon, like any of them, you know, it's just it's hilarious. And and this guy's not fat, but like, you know, he'll eat, he'll do what he wants. Like they say, you know, he's out at bars and stuff, and he just like lives like, like the bro lifestyle, and then he shows yeah. up. Like it and, wasn't and, it. This was this this championship run of his wasn't expected, so he's just living it up. And guess what? He's thirty six and one with thirty knockouts. knockouts. Thirty. Yeah. Like not I, like half, not like fifteen or or like eighteen. Thirty. 30 he yeah, just shows 30. up and knocks these mfers out and he just keeps moving up in weight yeah. and he keeps knocking them out yeah so and so two quick things on that one um i wonder if i, I wonder if any of that was um you know pre-orchestrated those comments to set up him moving up to to get it to try to continue to get in his head that he should that the like, top rank maybe wants him to move up to 130 to make money off of a Valdez fight or a Shakur fight. I don't that, think t- Timmy Bradley's like that. Well, I mean, you know, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> although I, I, I'd, I'd, I'd be worried for Navarrete against uh, Robley Ramirez, though, the guy we saw um, on the undercard of uh, Better Be of Joe Smith Jr. That dude, that dude can rock. Uh, uh, let's get it. Yeah, I, uh, I I was just like, why why are we rushing him? He's had he's had like two fights. He's at had two, like two fights at one twenty six. Yeah, yeah, like, I, why, I, I just, yeah, because he likes to eat. Like, yeah, I didn't like that. Um, and but the best, I don't know if you watched the full state of boxing. The best part was um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Tess or Krieger? Wait, is it it's Krieger? Kriegel. Kriegel says he basically says something like. Things things are going to change when um, when when Tim Bradley puts when he puts Navarrete in touch with his nutritionist to get him right and Andre Ward who and this was Ward I, I I still don't know what's behind Ward being at home doing the broadcast uh, via yeah I don't know um, so I don't know why he's been to but he was there live for the first time and then Ward just starts cracking up he's like that's the problem he already, he already has put him in touch with his nutrition <laughs> I love I love how Ward makes fun of Bradley for being fat now. <laughs> That was so funny. I just started dying. I was like, ah, I miss these guys. Yeah, they're good. All right, let's 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 wrap that up and be done with boxing. That was yeah. that was a good forty couple minutes. Yeah. Except our uh, and our this we forgot to do it last week, but we joked about our new segment. The and it's not strictly to boxing, but my my winner is boxing this week. The uh, the Gervonta Davis shout out to him uh, award. <laughs> so this week I gave it to the bronze bomber for his comment. So he, he had a lot to say over the weekend, uh, about it shitting on Anthony Joshua, his latest comment, uh, the, about Joshua's post fight anger. The meltdown comes when you create such a fighter, you give them everything, try to avoid tough fights. Then when it boils down to the wire, you don't know who to trust. You've been listening all to all this fake stuff. Um, Hey, Deontay, remember when you lost that second fight and, Blamed uh, the commission that Tyson Fury loaded his gloves. Your long-term trainer uh, drugged your water, and your other trainers uh, were in on the take and threw the the towel in. Shout out to you, man. 
Shout out to him. Shout out to him. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, quickly, just going to touch on a couple other sports here. PGA Tour Championship. Eastlake in, down in Atlanta, Drew. They've been doing the championship there for over 20 years. Mm-hmm. At the FedEx Cup. Uh, final 30 guys. It was high drama uh, coming down the stretch of who was making the, the, the top 30 and whatnot. Um, Willie Z had to pull out back injury. Um, he's not going to be able to compete this week. He was like in third, so uh, that's unfortunate. Your boy, Scotty Chef, is, is starting. Um, he's starting at minus 10 in the lead uh, for the championship. Are you aware with how they do that? They, they do staggered scoring, so instead of everyone starting at even... Like Scotty Chef was number one in the points coming into this week, so, so he they, gets yeah, so he he gets spotted something, right? It, well, they start him out at minus ten, yeah, and, that's and right, then yeah. and then it, the next guy's minus eight. It, Willie Z would have been minus seven. Um, right. I have the whole thing here, but you know we don't need to read it off because we're gonna go quick. Um, I and I gotta say I don't I don't think anybody's catching Scotty Chef this week. Um, the odds are he is plus 225 to win the championship um cantlay is in second plus 300 cantlay won last week mm. um shoffley uh xander's plus plus 550 mcelroy's plus 900 but rory is starting out at um minus four rory ain't winning shit cam smith is minus four it, well he's already six back to start so i mean he's that's a big swing sam burns minus five i, I don't know the only one I could think of would be like, like JT pulls some shit out of out of nowhere. Like, but he and again JT is seven shots back of Scheffler to start, five mm, shots back yeah. of Cantley. So it's like you you need some of these top guys to just melt down, basically. Just, yeah, you need you, yeah you need like you need to go off. You need the top guy to melt down, and then like. You need to basically be even going into the final round and just yeah. kind of like you need to kind of go off, yeah. Which which happens sometimes with some of these guys. Finau's been super hot. Finau he's starting at um, minus four, so he's six behind. So that's one. Like if if you're the only that he's one of the only ones really I would probably think of and to if you're taking somebody out of the top two or three guys. Uh, Xander Shoffley, I could see, although I, I, I don't like picking him in big, big matches. Um, I, so I'd say Scheffler or Cantley, and then if you want to go for a long shot, Finau is what I, what, the one I'd go for. He is, um, 18 to 1. 18 to 1. Other, other than that, I, I think, I think Scheffler's the play. I think he's just going to show up and ball out. Love it. Um, love that. Yeah. Oh, and speaking of the PGA Tour, did you see all all the um, updates that they, they did to give give the players even more money? I was about to ask what's what what happened that off Twitter saying Phil was right. So Phil just just all well two things he wanted to the players to get more and more money, but he also wanted the players to have access to their own name, image, and likeness. So they could make NFTs for like their their top highlights and stuff like that, and he estimated that the highlight packages were worth like billions in NFTs. Um, and they didn't do that; they stopped short of that. But what what they did was like, okay, the 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 pool for most influential golfer went from like fifty to a hundred million, and I think that's a top 
I can't, I don't know if that's top five or ten, I forget, but, like, uh, so that doubled, um, they made a series of, I can't remember if it was nine or eleven tournaments that were basically, like, it's almost like a super series, and those pots are gonna be giant, they're gonna be, like, 20 million dollar pots, um, they did a minimum salary of 500 grand for anyone who's keeps their tour card. Um, so whatever your earnings are, if you don't get up to 500k by the end of the year, they'll they'll you know throw in the difference. Um, so as long as you're on tour, you're getting a minimum of 500k a year. For the guys who are like scratching and clawing, trying to make it, they did a um, $5,000 per week reimbursement for, you know, just to basically cover, like, room and board okay. uh, and, and, like, uh, traveling costs because basically these guys who are scratching and clawing to make it, like, <laughs> they don't have deep pockets. So it's like they if they don't make it, if, if they happen to not be hot over, like, a six-week span, like, they run out of money and then they don't, you know, they don't get, like, a long period of to, to go for it so um they're gonna they're gonna give them stipends um which is what phil was calling for and then s- different stuff with like the corn fairy tour and 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 um basically just, just spread the money around and just try and, and make it a little more equitable so and phil was calling for a lot of that and so um i think i saw I don't, and i don't know if this was true but i think someone said live tweeted out li- that live golf has made uh, professional golfers so much money and that was like their only comment hmm. um, but you know good to see that the tour is, is keeping the health they they had Tiger they flew Tiger in to basically like be the big dog in the meeting to like settle big all dog. this stuff big dog um, and then Rory and Tiger are going to have a Monday night series which basically looks like it's a top golf tournament more or less it's it's a it's a th- a three man team. There's six teams, and they're gonna be putting it in stadiums, and I, I it looks like it's basically gonna be Top Golf. And hmm. um, the only I'm excited because then I don't have to watch the Roger Goodell show on Monday nights, and I can watch something else like like Tiger and Rory shoot the shit. What's that gonna so, be on? Uh, they don't know yet. They ha- okay. they have no, they have no TV. Um, uh, affiliate yet, and they don't have a lot of details. I don't think they've said what stadiums it's going to be in, but I'm kind of excited for it. So <coughs> That's something cool. Yeah, just because I don't, I, I, I could watch something else when I'm boycotting Roger Goodell. So, love it. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I, my my uh, Tiger to live by end of 2025 prediction is looking worse and worse the more the more this goes. So, um. Which I'm happy about. I want I want to see the PGA Tour survive. It's an American sports league that has a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of history. So, I don't. I still don't blame the other guys for going. But like, I, I was scared that the PGA Tour was really just going to get dented. But I th- I think it looks like they're going to be okay. Okay. All right. Um, let's see. I think that's it on golf. Eight twenty four day. Kobe. Did you want to throw down anything? On Kobe. That? Kobe. Oh Kobe. man, uh, it was uh, I, I was I was gonna. We're recording on eight twenty four. If FYI, yeah, we are. Uh, I mean, there's so much to think about with Kobe. Uh, I'm probably once we're done here, I'm gonna watch my my low key favorite Kobe game. I don't know if we talked about this last time. Uh, is nothing anybody would ever expect or probably remember, but 
2007 Western Conference Finals. Uh, it's the it's the year if you remember because this kind of goes hand in hand with Durant uh, rescinding his ch- trade request. This was the year where Kobe that summer said he'd like to be traded. The Lake, you know, he'd been with the Lake. He had re-signed with the Lakers two years earlier. You know, they they committed to him and gave him said they were gonna you know build this championship team around him and they were turning down trades for guys like Dirk and Kevin Garnett left and right they wouldn't trade they wouldn't trade by them for a, a almost prime left Jason Kidd gets his frustration level he requests a trade ultimately he decides to stay um and then that season they go they they start off hot Bynum gets hurt they end up they they get Pal Gasol from the Grizzlies that no one saw coming and then they just make this huge run in the playoffs they meet the Spurs in the first round people of course are like ah or sorry in the Western Conference Finals and everyone's ah Spurs it's like a little too early for the Lakers a little too early Spurs gonna do it first game Spurs come out there they go up by like 20 at halftime people are going nuts it's like ah we told you Spurs. And I'm, 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 I, I usually get pretty panicky about basketball, but I was, I was just kind of relaxed. I'm like, you know what? I, 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 this is before the three point line became crazy. So twenty points is a lot. I'm like, I still kind of feel good. We're gonna be all right. Kobe Bryant, probably the best basketball in the second half. I've just ever seen somebody methodically just pick apart a defense. Like he's he's getting getting switches onto like Parker and Ginobili, taking them to the post. And just doing like up and unders, like he's a goddamn Akeem, like he's a goddamn Akeem Olajuwon, getting easy baskets, uh, running pick and rolls with Gasol, just easy handoffs, and they come back and they win that game. He's got he's got Bruce Bowen guarding him, being dirty as shit, uh, just mid rangers. It's just like a play if you just like watching like basketball and like not just high high pick and rolls for chucking up threes and. This shit offense as these teams run today, aside from the Warriors, it it, it is a pleasure. Two thousand seven Western Conference Finals Game One, go watch it and like just enjoy fucking the brilliance of Kobe Bryant. It's I'm gonna watch it after we sign off tonight. It's just, yeah, just my my favorite Kobe game, maybe ever. I like it. Good good memory. So it's it's so good. Oh god, it's so good. Fucking Bruce Bowen. Remember that loser. It was like, ah, yeah. oh, this guy's such a great defender. It's like because he was sticking his foot underneath every like everybody, so they were worried about like breaking their leg every time, every time he was guarding them. Uh, yeah, he was. Yeah, it was overrated, but <laughs> I get it. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, I don't have anything to add. I'm. We all know my memories, not not as good. Cubs, Kobe. Ugh, sad. Miss him. Um, all right. So I think that brings us to everybody's favorite minute in podcasting. The NASCAR pit stop. Let's roll, baby. Go, 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 go. We pick up our seventh win. My favorite track, Watkins Glen. Woo! Kyle Larson gives us the 9-1 to hit. We go plus 6 on the day. We've improved to plus 14 on the year. Really good race. Larson had to nudge favorite Chase Elliott off his line on a restart, which rubbed people the wrong way. But their teammates said the bosses had to come down and calm down Chase Elliott. This week, the last race before the playoffs, Daytona. 
going to be a lot of desperate drivers. Blaney is currently clinging to the 16th and final spot with Truex right behind him, but if someone who hasn't won this year can pull out a win at Daytona, they automatically leapfrog Blaney because Blaney has no wins this year, despite having a very consistent year. Given the fact that so many drivers are going to be aggressive and Daytona is known for having huge wrecks, we're going with an all-long-shot lineup this week. We're going with Briscoe, 30-1, to 1, Almirola, 30-1, to 1, McDowell, 40-1, to 1, and Corey LaJoy, 100-1. to 1. I, don't think, I don't even know if LaJoy has any wins in his career, but you never know. He was top 15 here back on the 500. Let's top go. Top 15. That's it. We got a little, we got a little, little equity to play with. We're plus fourteen coming into the last race of the regular season, so we're going, we're going with some long shots. Using that would some, really make the season using some equity. Yep. Speaking of which, the parlay. You just do it. It's all you this week. So the Braves, um, which we didn't really talk about boxing coming up this week, other than a jog bay, um. I, I don't even know what other matches are there. Should we throw up any boxing in the parlay? Yeah, I mean Pedraza. Co- I they they still don't have odds for that, right? I didn't look. I'm I mean, sure it's th- not. It's just a ten round, one hundred and forty fight. Um, no, I mean we could. I'm sure Big Baby is like a minus nine thousand favorite in this fight, but Jared Anderson again. That's if you're bored Saturday night, tune into him on the undercard because he's he is just fun. Fun, fun, fun. Yeah, Pedraza Comey would probably be fun. Yeah, it would be a good fight. I mean, I just, yeah, you know, it's not. I, 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 I don't nothing think we that, need to. Uh, no, nothing. The Jog Bay is minus eight thousand. Anderson's minus ten thousand. Nice, nice. Pedraza is um, minus two seventy. He's Comey's, the favorite, really. Yeah, Comey's plus two hundred five. I was actually gonna say, I think, I think Comey knocks him out. Actually, um. Let me see if they have odds for that. I like Comey. I mean, I'm not going to put no, that in parlay, but I, I like I like I like Comey in this one. All right, so I, the Braves ended up losing to break our parlay. Um, it's, it's ridiculous. I have somehow hit ten in a row. Yeah, you want to just pick both? both I'm, baseball I'm games on. This week? I'm on fire. Um, sure. So I had two in the chamber just because I wasn't sure who you were going to go with. Probably um, you're probably gonna pick the one I was gonna take. So what the Phillies? Yeah, yeah the Phillies. Bryce Harper's. Yeah, Friday's supposed yeah. to be back. Um, and we're gonna take the Dodgers the same night. Dodgers over Marlins Friday. Uh, it's in Miami, but I don't care. Do- <laughs> Dude, Harp Harper's so good. His his first first at bat in the in his AAA rehab home run. In that game, he gets three walks and two homers. And then in his second game tonight, friggin' wins the game with a walk-off double. God, he's fucking awesome. Yeah. And I will say that um, the Yankees are playing Oakland, but Oakland is throwing their ace. So let's just – and the Yankees, even though they've finally won a couple games, we're staying away from that. Um, Okay. Milwaukee needs a win versus the Cubs, but the Cubs are throwing a guy with a decent ERA, so we're staying away from that. Um, Cubby, they're putting a little win streak together here as of late. Beat the Cardinals tonight. Yeah, and the Mets are playing the Rockies. That that one crossed my mind as well. Um, Bassett pitching for the Mets. I mean, that one crossed my mind. Um, but we're Dodgers. They're just they're just on such a damn roll. And the Marlins stink. The Pirates stink. Pirates lost fourteen to two today to the Braves. I mean, come on. 
come on. So, uh, and they're throwing Bryce with a, with a S Wilson, um, versus Zach Wheeler. So we're going to go, although Zach Wheeler has been touched up a little bit, but that's okay recently, but that's okay. It's okay. We're gonna go. That's, I mean, that's this, like this, his, this is the team you get right against. That's that's like his Wheeler's entire career getting touched up a little bit here and there. Yeah, exactly. The, the Pirates are the team you get right against. Yeah. And with with Bryce back in the Bryce with spelled correctly back in the building. Well, we're, Phillies, Phillies and Dodgers. Let's go. Back to five bucks. Let's lock go. it up. Lock it up. All right. On to beer number two. Assume positions. Three, two, one. Ah, there we go. Sticking with the Mick Ultra. You you got the Montauk? Running out. Got two left now. Getting upset. Should have brought should have brought a couple of Sixers. Uh man, you gotta go visit Al again. It's true. Alright, a little bit of a rambling beer too here. Um, rambles, 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 rambles. What's what's good for rambling? Some good old theme music. What is that? Oh, that's right. They didn't play. They didn't. They didn't do a lead-in for the first episode. That is the Game of Thrones uh, music. They played it at oh, the end. Hold on. Of the I got some rambling before we get to that. Oh, oh. I thought we were starting out with the. No, no, no. All no, right. No, all right. No. All right. See, we. we you, we, nah, I got this. I got this. <laughs> I can't. I can't speak sentences. The biggest. On. The one of the one of the biggest heavyweight fights in the last decade. We don't start with it. I gotta. I gotta put you in check with music. The the highest viewed premiere. I think almost in TV. We're history. doing this. We're doing beer two my way. We're doing beer two my way. Let's roll. Yeah, let's roll. You got to end on a high note. Let's you can't, roll. You can't end on BS Ram. Oh, I've got I've got the best high note of all of ever to end on tonight. So go ahead. So uh, some misses on. Um, oh, meme of the week. By the way, we totally missed that. Meme of the week. We wanted to keep doing this. I just wanted. To, so I, I told Drew I had it this week. What do you got? Um. The the guy who said my how my wife thinks I need to play golf, uh, when I say just a quick eighteen with the boys, and he the cart never stops. He jumps out of the cart, runs, hits the ball, and jumps back into the cart as it keeps moving, and and like he he just he, he never stands still. He just hits hits the ball on the run and just runs back in the cart. <laughs> that was funny. That is funny. Um, the other one was uh the Star Wars one with uh my friend who says wives are scary. And it's Luke Skywalker. I'm not afraid. Me, t- er, me telling them, and it's Yoda. You will be. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. All right. Um. Okay. Some some things we missed on Better Call Saul. One is Marion getting the five million dollar reward yeah, for catching. Yeah. Great, great call. Is she getting that five million bucks? That apparently was a I would reward think so. for him. The, b- right? the bigger question is, does she share it with Jeffy? Phew. I wouldn't. I'd leave that fucker in jail, right? That's what I would do. Give give a little bit to Buddy because he chose his he chose his dog over over uh, over the over the scam. She's she's gonna go get herself a condo down in the Keys. Yeah, right. She's gonna she's she's, she's, retire. she's she's gonna get herself a couple of nippies. She's gonna go uh, retire down wherever wherever uh, Kim is in Florida. That's right. And then Kim's gonna scam her. Oh, how good would that be? Watering, watering your world for fifty one since nineteen seventy eight. Um, also, we were talking about 
uh, going into the final episode, we were talking about time travel movies, and I forgot Frequency. I freaking love that movie with Caviezel and Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid, yeah. How could I forget that? But it's just funny that they talked about like the time machine and, and all the time travel and stuff in the last episode, and we had just talked about all that time travel stuff going... We're like clairvoyant. I, well, I think Peter Gould listened to our uh, pod and rewrote a couple of scenes and reshot it without telling anybody. I think you're right. Um, I know I'm right. A, a few things coming up in September. C3. I have to say, I, f- I finally watched... I, uh, September? It's tomorrow night. <laughs> oh, my bad. It's coming out. Um, well, I finally C season started... Three. I'm going to get to it in September because I finally watched C <laughs> Season 2. Uh, the the opening episode and like uh, it's just so freaking violent. It's just like almost not enjoyable. <laughs> did I tell you? Did I tell you that <laughs> your your mom was like, <laughs> like how are they this violent when they can't see? Well, yeah, it was like wait, so they they don't want sight back in the world because all it de- all it did was lead to the destruction of mankind. She's like, but this like br-, she's like nope, but this br- the way they're brutally mur- murdering these people is okay. <laughs> yeah. I was like, ah, fair point, fair play. Yeah. Um. So I'm I'm right there. It's like it's almost too brutal. Like Batista, Batista, Batista's pretty good in it though, as a little his brother. brother. Yeah, yeah Itavos. Yeah. So whatever. I'll 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 keep going on it. Um, but also in September we got Lord of the Rings coming up. Um, we I got wonder. Co- I I. It's been so long since because I still haven't watched The Boys season three. I don't know if I can't remember if Amazon does like a week like a week drop or if they just load the whole se- series. I don't remember. I feel like they load the whole series. Yeah, I feel like I feel like you wouldn't think so much is going to be going on in Lord of the Rings that like binging it would be a disservice to it. Maybe like watching like six episodes in a day is just going to be too much. Too much. You're not. You're not going to let that stop you. No, you're right. Good call. Good call. <laughs> good, good call. <laughs> but that, I thought that was going to be your meme. Was that Teddy who sent that to us? That was a meme of, a meme of the week about uh, <laughs> about somebody uh, crushing something in like a week. No, oh, I, I think Teddy sent that, yeah. Yeah, I thought that's what you were going to do. Oh, yeah. Person, what episode are you on? Me, I'm on episode two. Person, oh, that's not so bad. Me, in season five person but you just started yesterday me you just started this series yesterday <laughs> and it's that weird that weird little like bear that i don't know what that's from with like the nervous eyes the nervous from, look per, from peru that peru like uh yeah puppet or whatever i have no idea that i thought that's what peru you were TV getting or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's me any that's hoodles um, i crushed I, I i crushed another show in, in about a day oh yeah yeah apple tv um truth be told it's like a it's like a crime murder series um Jesse was the main character. Well, not, well, he's the main supporting character in the first Jesse season. Jesse Pinkman. Jesse Pinkman. Yeah, Aaron Paul. It's basically a true crime reporter now doing podcasts. Um, she the first. There's three seasons, or there three. The third season's about to drop. Um, but I just watched the first because of Jesse. He's a uh, <clears throat> a young boy was accused of a murder, and this woman's like. Uh, she was writing for like the New York Times at that at at that point, but 
almost helped put him like get him convicted in, and put in jail and huh, sir um tried as a as an adult versus a minor so at like the age of like 17 he's put in a prison with you know grown-ass men fast forward 20 years uh the uh one of the interview tapes of the witnesses gets leaked and it looks like she was being coached into her answers so that that woman feels guilty over it so she like brings everything back and is trying to see whether or not he was actually innocent so it's pretty good i mean i i uh i enjoyed it. it was eight eight episodes um i won't be watching season two i again it's not the i don't the show i don't i don't i don't know that it'll be as good going forward but um aaron paul was just great it was he the he was made for that role in in his like acting bag i don't know how me bringing up lord of the rings and about to say cobra kai somehow led into you <laughs> talking tangent. about some <laughs> true crime thing well because we were making we were we were, we were what, jo- what's the guy's what's the guy's name it doesn't matter what his, his name, name is. is nobody we were, cares we were joking about the me crushing a season uh five seasons in a day and i was like oh shit well that's true because i definitely did crush an entire season a season in a day and a half of that thing so there's three things coming back in september there's yeah sorry there's and i can't remember the third one anyway we definitely got uh cobra kai cobra kai yeah and, and lord of the rings what was the third one uh walking dead's back in, in october 2nd i think was that not it i'm just, I'm just gonna let that sit there go ahead I, I, september and you, you you're bringing up walking dead in october just well i'm i'm just i'm just saying because you said c3 in september but that's like actually at the end of august i thought maybe you were doing the same thing and, ju- and you were jumping the gun, my friend. Fair. Anyway, l- let's get into the the, the main entree now. House of Dragons. Did I say it right? Is that actually? What I think it's, it's house. I think it's House of the Dragons. House of the Dragons. What are you crunching? Uh, sorry. Don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry about it. Is that, is that like a? It sounds like nicotine gum. Are you chewing nicotine gum? Do you, do you have a smoking habit I don't know about? Don't worry are you on, about it. Are you on the are you on the patch? I wish. Um all right. House of the Dragons. Um my assignment I never watched uh what, Game, what of was the, Game of Thrones. I never watched Game of Thrones. You told me I have to watch this. So I think the way we're going to do this is I'm going to give my opinion and then you're going to tell me the backstory and then we're going to see if I change my opinion. House of the Dragon. Singular. House of the Dragon. Yes. Okay. So I watched it. I thought it was fine. I didn't think there was anything wrong with it. I just thought it was very cliche and predictable. I felt like if I was tasked with writing a script of like a medieval dragon show, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to make it so that like the king, uh, is like on tenuous footing and they're everyone's questioning who the heir is and it's not very clear and so uh i would have probably made it a son instead of a daughter but it's a daughter um and the brother and so they're trying to figure out who will well it's the be- king's it's the king's daughter and the king's brother is that not what i said i would well, just yeah i the way you said it, it was that not what i said 
you the way you said it when I heard yeah, it. Yeah, that's I what made, I said. Yeah, I made. It, I, yeah, that's made, what I said. I interpreted. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, I interpreted as a brother, like a brother and sister, not like an. I gotcha. Yeah. So the king's daughter and then the <coughs> his king's brother. brother. Yeah. Okay, and then you throw in a couple orgy scenes. You're throwing a dragon. <laughs> oh, you ain't like, seen nothing yet, bro. There's a really there's so, there's a, there's a really uh, brutal like jousting scene. That was that was so absurd. The king's about to have a son, and then like the king's <sighs> wife and the baby dies. The most graphic C-section in TV history. So my wife has had three C-sections, and I'm like, don't don't look at this. I'm like, really, really don't look at this. <laughs> uh, she not, looked at it. She looked at oof. it. I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, I thought it was over. I'm like, no, I will tell you when it's over. Not not to not to mention the uh, the just for shits and giggles dismemberment parade that was going on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, so. Um, yeah, I thought it was fine. And then by the end, like, since the baby dies and the wife dies, then the king is, like, motivated to actually name an heir. And he's like, oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess, you know, the brother's just, the brother's the one, you know, banging all the orgies and stuff. And, like, he's not reliable. And Damon Targaryen. Yeah. Um, sure. And then, uh, the daughter, he's like, all right, daughter, you're my heir. Like, you need to start to learn the ways. And then she's like, all right, let's do this and voila so i mean not not bad i you know i don't have any nitpicks or anything like that i thought it was just very like predictable cliche that i could have also wrote <laughs> yeah <You> know, <laughs> pretty, pretty pretty boiler point yeah yeah that's a good way to put it. pretty boilerplate uh For you know point, like this, mi- mi- medieval uh dragon show yeah he yeah. did reference like winter like there will one day there will be a winter we have to be ready for it. And I was like, "Oh, winter is coming." I I know I know that about that. He called and his then, dream, he called his dream the song of fire and ice. I was gonna say something about a song about ice and fire, or the song of the dragon, or something. I don't something know. something about a map. Yeah, Cisco unleash the dragon. <laughs> that 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 or Damon Damon's. Uh, wait till I start fucking up. My that's like my anytime I'm talking to my buddies. Wait about Game of Thrones. Like I, I, I know like three people's names in that entire show. I watched the whole thing. I watched <laughs> episode one of Game of Thrones, and it was just like midgets, incest, it's like one midget, oh, and in borderline bestiality. And oh, I was, just I mean, like, we're we're gonna be ro- we're gonna be. Ro- I'm, I assume we're gonna be rolling even more on that shit in this one. The girl with the white hair, or whatever, was getting railed by the guy who's like half beast, and I was like. I, what am I watching? I'm like, I, Wait, I, I gave up. Guy that's half beast. Yeah, he was like a minotaur or something. <laughs> There's, what? There's a minotaur in Game of Thrones. He looked like it to me. You watched? You sure you? You sure you weren't wa- You sure you weren't watching like some sex parody on like YouTube of it? No, I watched episode one. <laughs> There's definitely no minotaur. <laughs> I don't know. He, I, he looked like a beast. To me. Yeah, it was because they were like talking about. Oh, how could you? I don't know. Yeah, there is, there are, there, there definitely, there, I mean, there's some weird, weird stuff in Game of Thrones, but there's definitely no bestiality in Minotaurs. I can, I can tell you that. Whatever. Uh, anyway, so, so what, what, what was your take on it? Um, I, I thought it was, I thought it was solid. I liked how, I thought it was smart how at the beginning, when they were narrating, kind of like setting up where we were. That they made sure to say this was 172 years 
before the birth of Daenerys Targaryen, who is the queen of dragons um, in Game of Thrones. So Daenerys ba- Targaryen. Yeah, Daenerys Targaryen. At that point, I wish they just made it rhyme. Daenerys Targaryen. That would have been more <laughs> fun to say. Um, because that kind of it gets you, and this I, I I it made me think of like Gotham, and when I I refuse I didn't wa- I never watched it, and then my buddy who was like, dude, as long as you go into it, just realizing you're not going to see Batman because he's eight years old, like it's a really it's a good show. That I thought it was smart. They they took completely took it off the table, like. Don't watch this show thinking you're going to... If you think you're going to see Daenerys Targaryen in the show, you're not. So stop. So turn it off now. They got that right away in the in the first like minute of the show. Um, so effectively... And then it starts 10 years into the King's Reign. And again, I... Fucking names. Whoever, whatever the hell. I think it was Vice Viscera Targaryen. Whatever. Um... So this effectively takes place... I think it was Baba Voss. <laughs> oh, God, what a cool name. I'd say this roughly takes place 185 years before the start of Game of Thrones. Um, very... <laughs> all those things you hit on are very Game of Thrones-like. Huh. A, lot, a lot of gratuitous sex. Uh, violent killings. Uh, definitely never had a C-section like that in Game of Thrones. Um, and fucking give me, give me dragons and Jarkari's calls all day, every day. I'll be there every Sunday to watch these dragons. I don't know why I'm a pumpkin slut and a dragon slut. I love them. Anything that's got dragons outside of the worst movie ever made, um, Reign of Fire. Give me a dragon movie and I'm all in. Uh, so I thought it was solid. Again, to your point, yeah, it did seem, yeah, it did, it didn't, nothing yet is outside of the ordinary you know there'll be tons tons of betrayals i already the, uh, the the hand of the king already sending his uh his daughter up to the king's chambers with the mindset of you know he needs a new wife i'm gonna get him with my 12 my 12 year old daughter now and get him get him a male heir so that our family will take over like that's a lot of like game of Thrones themes like how 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 can each one of these families somehow position themselves to be in control of the Iron Throne next. Um, so again, I thought it was solid. I like uh, I like the guy that plays the hand is of the, the king. Is the throne the same in, in yeah the, the sword? Yeah, with all the swords. So that yeah. throne has not changed for two hundred years. It's the iron, it's the iron, iron throne, baby. Um, seems, seems like you could do a little decorating, but what do I know? <laughs> um, I like I like the so far Fresh, I like freshen up the place a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I, I like the casting of these some of these guys. Um, and like for Thrones, so the Song of Fire and Ice is effectively Game of Thrones, um, and the the winter and the evil and the darkness is basically called White Walkers that are basically like ice zombies that try to eventually they're they're the <laughs> Westeros is made up of seven kingdoms and there's like a there's like a giant wall that um separates that you're, from you're like, getting me outer. lost in the sauce here. i'm just saying it's like from the outer realm basically picture the great wall of china circling hundreds and hundreds and thousands and thousands of miles uh to keep out like the evil um and as each season progresses a game of thrones these white walkers are getting closer and closer to breaching um breaching breaching the wall 
and then while all that's going on, it's all this you know inner turmoil between these like fa- royal families trying to be in control of of the throne and position again positioning themselves to have the king or the or the queen um, at that point in time. And then the, the Targaryens are there's only a, you know there's two royal Targaryens left and are in hiding, um, which I don't know if I don't know I don't know how many seasons House of Dragon is supposed to be. So, um, leading up to Game of Thrones was the downfall of who they call the Mad King, which was the last Targaryen king who went absolutely fucking insane and, like, burnt half the world down. So he's, uh... (laughs) Whoops! Yeah, so he, uh... And then he gets murdered and they they take over. But I'll be curious to see if if we get anywhere near that storyline or if this is really just going to be the civil war between the Targaryens here of the, the daughter and, um, and the, which I assume that's where this is all going. So, uh, I'm excited for it. There's supposed to be like 10, 10 to 16 dragons in this thing. Just feed me dragons, man. Feed me screens, feed me dragons. I I'm down for some, some nudity and some gratuitous sex. Uh, you know, I felt bad. I felt bad for my, my man, Damon, he had so much pressure trying to think if he was going to be the next heir. He couldn't finish. Basically, like, go on prom night. Props to those guys. Shout out yeah. to them. Yeah, but we we all know that Goaf's uh, day didn't go, would you like me to bring in some more? <laughs> Definitely not. I'm like, oh, yeah, because that's realistic. <laughs> they, they, I mean, they, they, they have dragons in, in a friggin' uh, medieval realm with Iron Thrones and White Walkers, but I, I'm, I'm hung up on the unrealistic of, yeah, because your woman's clearly going to say, let's bring in some others. Yeah, that, that's real realistic. Well, she's a prostitute. She's not, that's not his wife. Oh, I thought that was his woman. No, 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 because they were even, I think the, uh, like, the hand of the king may even made a comment that, like, he should go home to his wife. That, no, that's just, uh, that's just a random chick at a brothel that I think he just, like, hangs out well, with. Well, I thought he was banging her, and then she was like, I'll go get more, my lord, and then... Yeah, no, he, that and was... Then, and then he was, when he was in the brothel, then he was chatting with her again. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's not his wife. It's just, it's just a, a random whore. So she was just like, I'll get some more if you want. Well, okay. It's all good, my man. So, but yeah, I, well, I'll, I'll definitely be watching. Are you at, here's the real question. Are you, are you watching on Sunday? I, I don't know. Do you want me to? I, you do what you want to do, man. I, 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 I wanted you to watch the first episode because since it's because I mean most most people I'm so shocked your brother hasn't watched Game of Thrones like that's like up his out I mean the guy the guy's got like Zelda posters all over his bedroom he's not watching Game of Thrones like what the fuck Tori come on man be better Tor um I was gonna say probably until we get the Witcher back and then I'm probably just tapping out <laughs> Well, you could think you got like eight years for that. I, I got enough long, long white hair. All, all I can get my fill in The Witcher. <laughs> oh, man, that's great. Did we talk about how the um, the girl from The Witcher is uh, playing Gladril in Ring of Power? Uh, what's her name? Know. What's it? What's what's his like uh, the 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 girl that he's like sworn to from the or. Oh, reward of chance. I always forget her name. Is it Siri? No, it's not. Siri. Is it Siri? It might be Siri. Might be Siri. Yeah, she's. A, but you know what I'm talking about, like the blonde, right? That he's. That yeah, he's the, like the teach, little girl. Yeah, that he's like teaching to fight in the the last season. Yeah, she. Uh, she's playing Gladril in. Uh, 
by the way, whenever we do our our two year recap episode, I can't wait to bring up that that was one of our most fun episodes when me you and Tori did the uh, the uh, so good. We need. I, I I'm surprised that they haven't come out with like a CD of just like song, like just made up songs. That I, even if they were like two minutes each, just put that show on iTunes and make a couple bucks off it. Why not? They they don't have one. No, I mean they have whatever he has in the show. But I'm saying like just have somebody like write like you know some like bullshit songs for him to sing and just put it on oh. iTunes. Like actually, Tori made a joke. He's like, we we need we need like a full album from this guy. I'm like, yeah, we really do. Like. Somebody, maybe we should, maybe we should just make, like write songs that kind of like would follow like the Witcher stuff, and then send it to them. Be like, hey man, just throw us a couple, a couple of royalties, but have have him sing it and put it on iTunes, and we're good to go. How disappointing, Mister O. Look at me, <laughs> so good. <laughs> All right, well, um, yeah, I guess. Oh, watching. Why not? oh, oh man, trade alert, trade alert. What? Oh no. Oh man, trade alert! Oh no, the Utah Jazz are trading. No, the Utah Jazz no. are trading. No, Patrick Beverly to the Lakers for THT and Stanley Johnson. I thought you were gonna say the Knicks just gave up all of their future draft picks <laughs> for the rest of time for Donovan Mitchell. <sighs> oh, Knicks man. for clicks, baby. All right, on that note, uh, let's wrap it up, Drew. Good talk. See you out there. Big kisses. Sit down. Pull you that first round. You got an open count. Toss it out. Everybody's cold right now. Stir up the crowd. Get you that second round. Go on and throw it out, talk about anything that makes you get loud.